This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Let's go! And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Now, as opening night of uh, One Question Theatre's latest project draws closer, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm pleased to welcome a couple of the show's cast members uh, to That's the Ticket today uh, to tell me all about it. Uh, Liam and Aisha from One Question's uh, upcoming production of the play Closer are here. Kilda team. Hello. Hey, how you going? Uh, not too bad. Thanks for the uh, immediate acknowledgement of the pun there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it means a lot, you know, because... I've been trying to write around it because we've been doing, you know, these social media releases and I've mm. been trying to, like, deliberately circumvent it. So I admire your ability to just lean in. Well, I'm, I mean, I feel like you guys have probably been getting a lot of that one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. getting closer, you know. And yeah. That there's no, there isn't really another direction you can take it. No, there's nothing you can really do about it. And I think in trying to avoid it, you come off like a coward. But yeah. luckily, everyone thinks that about me already anyway, so we should be fine. <laughs> Straight out the gate, um, <laughs> self-deprecating ass talk. Uh, That's how I'm going to get through this hour. Uh, Liam Hinton, everyone. Welcome to the <laughs> uh, episode uh, 146, actually. Wow. Yeah. Far it's out. Amazing, Hannah. I know. Thank you. Uh, please keep talking about how amazing I am mm. for the rest of the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I guess a good place to start, you know, we spent, you know, a hot 40 seconds talking about the title of the play. Concert. Yes, we did. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should uh, go, go a bit further. So I guess, you know, when is it? Where is it? What is it? How is it feeling today? Cool. Okay, let's start with like the pure utility. The um, the play goes on in the 19th of July and it's running to the 20... 22nd. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you. Um, and we start at 7pm. 7pm is the starting time for the show. Okay. And it's at the Meteor Theatre. I was going, that was where I was It's funny because I treat that as like something that's just a given, but then yeah. it's good to specify, of course. I mean, you're talking to the masses right now. So. The masses? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels so powerful. <laughs> um, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> and, okay, so closer... One Question Theatre, you guys are opening quite soon, actually. Alarmingly mm-hmm. soon, yeah. Later this week. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, tomorrow, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No stress. No, um, no stress at all. And so the play, I guess, what's it all about? Do you want to take this or should I take this? Um, you, you go. You okay, go. so the play is about four people who kind of enter into this prolonged romantic entanglement where they're kind of continually trading partners over the course of four years and they start it it starts off i think genuine like there's this kind of romantic draw or magnetism that all the people are experiencing but as it goes on i personally feel like the manipulation and the game that they're playing begins to actually eclipse the actual romantic feelings they're experiencing to a to an extent that might be a contentious thing to say but to an extent i think the the 
situation gets away from them and they get a bit too into manipulating one another and um, harming one another. See, I immediately want to say this is very one-question theatre, which, yeah. I mean, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But, like, this is very on-brand for you guys. Yeah, 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 well, that's the kind of stuff we're drawn to, and I'm I'm extremely drawn to it. Um, I, I love this kind of territory and this kind of subject matter because it's um, very similar to Pull No Water. Mm. And, and, yeah, and to all the, the, the canon of what we've done so far, it's all about the interior, like what's hidden you know, what we keep hidden and the things that we'd be ashamed or, yeah, no, ashamed to have frontward facing. I mean, it's off the bat, it's sounding quite compelling. I mean, that's a weird thing to say, but I just, I feel like, do you guys get this a lot when you explain this play to people that everyone's like, oh, that sounds dark or that sounds Mm. heavy hitting? Mm. Like, are those the kind of general adjectives you get? And so I'm trying to, like, step away from that yeah yeah i think it's um it's very realistic in Mm. um its characters and its scenarios i think that's one of the things that we love about it is it's human yeah um it's emotions that everyone probably has felt in their life um so yeah definitely definitely um dark um, is there some light in there, though? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are these moments of genuine human warmth that persist. I think that mm-hmm. e- even even within that manipulation and the lying and the cheating and all of that stuff, mm. um, they do have romantic feelings for one another, and they know each other so intimately. Mm. I think you're getting to that idea that love and hate are kind of the two sides of the one coin, right? Because they both require a profound understanding of the person you're talking to. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, there is warmth in there and um, and intimacy, I think, more so than more so than, you know, happiness or warmth. There is like a very intimate and um, unguarded aspect to the production and the play there's also like some very funny bits as well oh yeah Um, it's really funny very funny bits we've got um the wonderful benny marama would we say wonderful Um, absolutely (laughs) absolutely he um he brings a, a really amazing um quality of of comedy to his character definitely it's it's hilarious which makes the which makes the switch um because he he uh benny benny plays larry who Mm. um people might remember um in the film is played by clive owen Mm. um and that character is really affable and charming and personable and a complete monster at mm. certain stages. Mm. This sounds just like Benny. No, I'm kidding. I'm making all these jokes. Just for the record, uh, Benny Manama is a friend of the show and friend of me. That's why I'm making all these jokes. Uh, sorry, Benny. <laughs> but I was going to make a joke and be like, oh, if it's played by Clive Owen, surely Benny's a bit old. But then I'm, I'm like, this is a bit me. I mean, I've said the joke now, haven't I? But, yeah. um, okay. Uh, so you've got... Um, you, Aisha. Yes. You, Liam, in the cast. Benny Marama. Yep. Hannah Rose Cook. Yeah. Hannah Rose, Rose Cook. Cook. Yeah. Also very wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. No, Hannah's, Hannah's amazing. Yeah. She's so fun to act opposite. And um, Jack Knowles and myself are alternating the role of Dan. Okay. So Jack is playing Dan on the 19th and the 21st, whereas mm. I'm playing Dan on the 20th and 22nd. 
Now, I should have done my research, but I'm just going to out myself now. <laughs> but did Jack direct? Did you jointly direct? We both directed this one. Okay, yeah. and you and Jack are the founders of One Question Theatre as well, right? Yeah, founders, sole members. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, just give a lot of time, energy um, into the space. Yeah, because I think I've had uh, Jack on a... At least once. I think you had him for no exit and you may yeah. have also had him for pull. Yeah, it mm. all just kind of <laughs> merges into one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that's interesting that you guys are alternating roles. Yeah, that's been a really interesting part of the process. Um, the way we've discussed it is that Dan's psychology remains consistent between our performances, mm. but the way that that psychology is expressed changes because Jack and I are different people. Mm in different bodies, et cetera. So Mm -hmm. I think that that is what gives the performances their difference. And we hope that it gives the actors something different to bounce off of. Well, yeah. Now turning to um, one of the conveniently placed other actors in the studio (laughs) today. Um, How's that? Having having to work with two different people? Yeah, it um, definitely creates uh, an extra challenge for um, us as actors because obviously Liam and Jack are very different, as Liam said, so we can't do what we do with Jack with Liam, so mm. we, we have to um, kind of change a couple of things here and there for, for each person, but in a way that it's been quite um, a nice challenge because it's just um, it's, it's just allowing us to expand our, um, our skills and our communication and, and how we act with different people so it's been a challenge but it's been wonderful been really good it's very diplomatic answer no <laughs> i'm kidding but um i do kind of want to ask you who your favorite is but i'm also <laughs> kidding i'm also <laughs> kidding um but that's quite cool and i imagine that helps because i've had guests on that's the ticket before where they've um like acted in a show and directed it and what always mm. goes through my mind is i'm like oh that might be challenging because you can't mm. watch if you're on stage, you can't watch it. Yeah, no, you're but, locked in a first-person experience. Yeah. So, um, yeah, being able to step in and step out has been... Um, I, I wouldn't personally be comfortable directing something that I was acting mm. in. I mean, it, yeah. I I don't know. It's I don't know why I have an opinion on it, because I'm never going to be in that <laughs> position. But, it's, I mean, it, as I say, it, it comes up, and so often I think about it. Mm. And um, I want to circle back. You mentioned the film I did, earlier, yeah. and there is a film adaptation of this play. There and is. Who's mm-hmm. the play by? Uh, the play is by Patrick Marber. Um, it premiered in 1997 at the Royal National Theatre in London. And it won the Laurence Olivier Award for Best New Play and was nominated for the Tony for Best Play. Oh, you have done your research. I have done my research. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because you're low-key directing and um, starring in the play. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. do you know if it's ever been performed in New Zealand before? That's I, a question. I don't, but what I can say is that it's not usually up for community theatre or amateur theatre productions. Mm. Um, half of the... The rights process was quite tricky because we had to get it by special arrangement with mm. um, with Samuel French and with the playwright, and they very graciously, um, after communicating with us, allowed us to put this play on that we might not have been able to do um, otherwise, which is really cool. That is very cool. And, I mean, it's cool for Kitty Kitty or Hamilton mm. to be able to have, um, you know... Would we say this is well known? I feel like it's well known, or it's well known because of the film the adaptation, film is right? Quite, yeah, popular. yeah. It, it's well known in theatre circles. Um, I think 
like if you talk to anyone who's done theatre and you mention close, they'll go, oh my God, that play. Mm. Um, mm. But but yeah, it's hard to say. Well known within a kind of niche environment. Yeah. And so obviously you guys have seen the film. Mm. Have, yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I have not seen the film. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm on the fence of whether or not I should watch the film before or after I come and see this play. I watch it after. I think it's... The play is to the movie as a book is to a film, I feel. Okay. Like, it's interesting mm. to see what they omit in adapting it. The adaptation is directed by Mike Nichols, and he's an amazing director. He did the um, television miniseries for HBO of mm. um, Angels in America with mm. Pacino and Meryl Streep, which was amazing. Oh, I love a bit of Meryl Streep. Um, <laughs> no. I, love, I love Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we meet in the middle. Um, <laughs> but, like, is it... Like, working on this, obviously, the film exists. Yeah. Mm. Is that a gift or is that a curse from your kind of actor perspective? Uh, from my perspective, it is um, probably a bit of a curse, actually. Because <laughs> you're constantly comparing uh, yourself? Yeah. So I saw Closer um, maybe, like, five, six years ago. Um, and then when I was approached to do um, Closer with One Question Theatre... Um, I decided not to watch it again because I did not want to um, constantly compare myself to um, Julia Roberts, who plays Anna. Mm. Um, And I wanted to have my own take on Anna. And um, so definitely, yeah, a little bit of a curse. So um, I don't want people coming and comparing. That would be um, hard. But, yeah, no, it's um, interesting, yeah. Yeah, I've um I, I first saw the film when I think I was um fifteen or sixteen, and I've okay. like loved it forever. Um, and I've seen it enough times that it's you know seared in my brain. Um, but once I knew that we were doing this project, um, I elected not to rewatch the film. So I okay. haven't I haven't seen the film um recently, mm-hmm. but it's um I do I do know the differences. Okay, good to know, uh, listeners. Um, the film exists. But the play also exists, uh, opening tomorrow night at the Meteor. So I'm just going to leave that out there. Um, <laughs> tickets are available now at themeteor.co.nz. And because um, I do do a little bit of research, earlier I was saying I don't do any, but um, <laughs> your tickets are $20 concession and $25 general admission, right? Yeah, and on opening night we have a special, which is yes. um, bring a partner, bring your partner, Um and you can get two tickets for 40 bucks along with two free drinks. Which, you know, is a vibe. Yeah, yeah. Well, close is on those lists of, like, pieces of media not to consume with your partner because it's a really good barometer <laughs> for um, who people side with within the text. See, I'm thinking about bringing my partner. Um, they don't know yet, so um, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> now he does. Um, <laughs> But but we'll see. I mean, I'm thinking of coming uh, opening night. I'm trying to figure out sh- figure it out uh, with my schedule. Yeah. But um, you know, just come come with or without it a partner. Doesn't even need to be a partner. It can be just a a, plus one. a situation ship. It can be someone you're, you're on the talking stage with. <laughs> you bring your ex. Like your ex. Like come on. Oh, that would be beautiful. Start some conversations. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you're not driving right now, uh, go to themeteor.co.nz and um, get all the details. But um, we'll be giving you some more um, after this break. And uh, I want to take a moment to play a song that uh, you guys very generously provided. And um, I feel like there's a bit of an explanation behind this choice. Yeah. Um, um, so, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was going to oh, introduce great, good one. Later. Go for it, go for it. <laughs> um, it's a Fallout Boy song. 
And the song is called Liam. Thanks for the memories. And it uses a line from the play in the chorus. Oh, see, I want to ask what the line is, but maybe I'm going to keep it ambiguous. Listen to the song, go to the play and see if you pick it up. Mm. Should we do that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a bop. Like, I was surprised. Amazing song. Because I think this is... Oh, no. This isn't the first time someone's bought Fallout Boy to That's the Ticket. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's the the second time in three years. So, like, I'm going to take the win, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make you bend and break. Say a prayer, but let the good times roll. In case God doesn't show. And I want these words to make things right. But it's the wrongs that make the words come to life. But who does he think he is? Thanks for the memories uh, by Fallout Boy. Absolute banger of a track. Amazing. We were—I'm not gonna lie—we were having a little like 
little boogie in the studio. I, I wish I had said boogie. Boogie. That made it uncool instantly. No, um, I just cranked the volume really loud in the studio. But um, if you like Thanks for the Memories, then you'll probably like Closer. Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, that's, that's a, I'll take that. I'll, that connects. Well, Fall Out Boy like it. They use They've lyrics the for play. it. And, uh, well, or at least the movie. They use lyrics, um, sorry, lines from the play in two of their songs. So That's cool. Yeah. That's a vibe. Um, Fall Out Boy may or may not be attending um, the season at the meeting. You'll have to go <laughs> Who and find can out. Who can say? And if you're just joining us, um, I'm catching up with uh, Liam and Aisha from One Question's upcoming production of uh, Closer, uh, which is, you know, opening tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. I, I shouldn't laugh at your guys' expense because, like, you know, tech week be tech week. Mm. And, um, you know, you guys are doing tech week so we, as audience members, can enjoy the show. So, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, in regards to the show... Yeah. Like, we touched on it earlier uh, when you guys were talking about how, Liam, you share a role with Jack and you guys also co-direct the show and then you've got Aisha, Benny Marama and um, Hannah Rose Cook in the cast. Mm. But I, I kind of want to ask you guys more about how the rehearsal process has been going. And I guess I'll start with, like, how long have you guys been working on this one? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I Oh, no. I've got such a poor memory. It's okay. You no, 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 no. I've got it. it. I've got it. I've got it. Um... <laughs> We've definitely been working for all of this year. Okay. Yeah. And um, we were in talks to do the show late last year. Actually, Benny Marama and Hannah Rose Cook approached Jack and I, and they were like, can you please put Closer on? Oh, that's awesome. So that's how it actually kind of... And it's always been in the back of my head um, mm. to do that show, but we it just didn't kind of coalesce until Benny and Hannah were like, we want to do these roles no one else is putting this show on, would you guys put it on? Okay, I kind of like that. Mm. So did you guys end up having, like, an audition situation or did you just kind of cast internally because you, you would have already had Hannah and Betty, Benny coming through being like, hey, we want to do this? I I actually left casting primarily up to Benny because um, okay. he's got such a great network of people and I was like, cool, so who do we think for Anna? And they picked you. They picked me. I mean, I'm, I must say, great, great choice. <laughs> Thanks. I think, I think she's a fantastic choice. I think she's an amazing choice. <laughs> You'll have to prove it. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will. I will have to prove it. Yeah. Um, okay. And so you guys have been rehearsing for, you know, good six months? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that. Yeah. And I mean, I always ask this question and it's... It's a bit mean, but I'm going to ask it anyway. But, like, you guys feeling ready? Yeah. Like, do you feel like you're at that point where you're ready to get in front of people, I guess is what I'm asking. Definitely, I would Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we're, we're very ready. We're very excited for people to see um, all the hard work we've been doing. That's the thing, eh? You spend so much time working on this thing and then you've only got a few. I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, It's, it's going to go like that, eh? Yeah, it always does, yeah. Especially with Jack and I only performing twice each. Yeah. It, it, I think it puts a lot of pressure on each individual night as actors for Jack and ourselves because mm. it's like you've got two chances, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't stuff it up. No. <laughs> but I guess, you know, would. Obviously, because the kind of plot of the play is it's this kind of four, uh, this core four yeah. that it centers around. Do you think over kind of the rehearsal time, you guys have grown closer 
is oh is my gosh I, just, I didn't even realize i made the pun i should just started laughing i'm like why are you laughing yeah do you think you've grown closer <laughs> um yeah absolutely so i um i knew benny marama from previous shows that we've mm. done together um and that's that's how he knew of me and approached me to do this project um i had known of one question theater Previously, I saw their um, rendition of No Exit, which mm. was awesome. Um, and so I've been a fan of the company for a while, um, and but haven't personally known um, Liam Jack and um, Hannah Rose, who... Um, but they're all just amazing people. Um, I've really enjoyed getting to know them. Um, and we have definitely... like I walked in and I was like, hi, everyone, like please like me. Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> Um, and now we're just like super close, um, joke around, um, have chats. So yeah, definitely grown closer. <laughs> yeah, keep keep ringing that joke out. <laughs> bring it, bring it out. How many times can we get it in one yeah. voice break? But because um, I mean, you're dealing with you know, as we're talking at the top of the show, you've got heavy dose of dark, heavy dose of light in this play. Yes, and so I feel like you know group of five people coming together for recreational kind of yeah. theater, dealing with very heavy subject matter. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, I imagine it's a bit of a process. Yeah, no, I always feel that you get really close with the cast when you're working on a play of this nature. And that's been the case for all of the plays that we've put on as a company thus far. Mm. It, it does, because it's very cliche, but you do feel like a family and a team and like a war band yeah. kind of all in mm. one go yeah, yeah. nah Theatre Fano's forever fam yeah and similarly I, I don't know if this is the thing with plays because again I spend a lot of my time on That's the Ticket talking about plays and shows even though I'm very rarely in plays <laughs> and shows like I'm not an actor I'm just someone who talks about it on a podcast but um, <laughs> like something that always comes up is like if you're in a musical, be prepared to not want to listen to that show for two at least two years because it just sticks in your mm. brain. And I always wonder if with plays, like, if the lines and stuff, how long they stay with you. I mean, you guys haven't opened yet, so you probably can't ask that question. <laughs> I'm just hoping they stay with me for the next four days. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good goal. That's a good point, yeah. But um, I want to uh, kind of talk to you a bit Liam about uh, One Question Theatre yeah um, this is your guys fourth fourth, fourth fourth and so correct me um, if I'm wrong because I might be you started with no exit pool no water tick um, oh longest drink in town tick and then now we're up to closer. Yeah, full marks. Oh, amazing. It helps that I worked at the meeting when all those shows were on, eh? Um, okay. Um, have you got the fifth one locked in yet? We actually do, we think. Um, I've written one, and Ooh. we're going to go through... Because we, we figure we now know how to put on a show. Mm. So now we can put on something that we've produced originally. So I've written one. Okay. Um, we're going to put it through a workshopping process to kind of edit the script and things like that. And then we're hoping to stage it next year at some point. Oh, see, I didn't even have to work hard for that tea. That's what we like. Love getting uh, yep. the tea <laughs> that's, on that's, TTG. Yeah, that's the first time that's been announced publicly, I guess. So. Okay. Well, you didn't skip a beat, so I'm, I'm not going to edit it out. It's no, gonna, it's fine. It's, it's, fine. it's in here for eternity now. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, okay. And so, you know, this is your guys' fourth show. Yeah. 
you know how to do you know how to do it now oh yeah i mean this is this is the most ambitious we've got with staging we try to we try to do something bigger and harder like more difficult each time and on this junction it's been um the staging we've never done anything this elaborate with our set never yeah you're quite elaborate with um longest drink in town yeah yeah we had those big light sticks which um do make an appearance in one scene of this um okay but yeah this is full-on like we've built a house inside the meteor yeah and we've got the um the pole for the pole dancing scene and um we've got walls on wheels and all sorts of really elaborate stuff so have you guys got a crew then Sort of. <laughs> oh, I can back away from that question. No, no, no. <laughs> um, James, James, and Dave Smith have been oh, yes. enormously helpful in um, kind of having the vision that Jack and I came up with kind of come to fruition, mm. while keeping it within a budget that doesn't personally bankrupt me. So I'm eternally um, grateful to them for that. And we've got a few um, stage hands and things like that. Okay, shout out to the crew. Shout uh, out to the crew. Yeah, Big shout out crew. to the crew. Um, great mahi in the shadows. <laughs> hey, you you got to do it. That's that's as close as I get to um, the stage in my old age. <laughs> uh, and I like it because then no one knows it's me. But um, I'm going to uh, break for another song. Uh, a very important segment here on That's the Ticket. Uh, I want to say it's a Hannah pick, but it's not even a Hannah pick because it's time for Rick's pick. And um, Basically, for those of you who are uh, unfamiliar with Rick's pick, um, it's a segment I have here on That's the Ticket, and it's from my lovely Uncle Rick, hence the name. And uh, he's a great listener of radio, a great listener of music, and when he found out I was starting That's the Ticket uh, three years ago, in fact, he was like, okay, I'm going to give you a list of songs, and every week you can play Rick's pick. And every week I have. And um, we were talking about this before we started today um that i always try and go on theme and i always i always manage to get there nice and i don't know i'm gonna tell you what i've picked basically (laughs) Um, i was like oh how do i explain but um i've gone for a paul simon track Mm -hmm. 50 ways to leave your lover Nice, oh, real I, nice. I feel like yeah, it's appropriate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Very nice, appropriate. Real nice, See, solid, rock um, solid. Uncle Rick, he just knew. Um, <laughs> he just knew what I needed, so he put it on the list. But um, yeah, this one's for you, Uncle Rick, and we'll be right on back. Fifty ways to leave your lover 
You just slip out the back, Jack. Making new plans, and you don't need to be coy, Roy. Just get yourself free. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key, leave, and get yourself free. Ooh, slip out the back, Jack. Making new plans, and you don't need to be coy, Roy. You just listen to me. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key, leave, and get yourself free. She said it grieves me so to see you in such pain. I wish there was something I could do to make you smile again. I said I appreciate that. And would you please explain about the fifty ways? She said, Why don't we both just sleep on it tonight? And I believe in the morning you begin to see the light. And then she kissed me. I realized you probably was right. There must be fifty ways to leave your lover. Fifty ways to leave your lover. You just slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just get yourself free. Or you hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key, Lee. That was this week's Rick's Pick, a classic Paul Simon track, uh, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. Um, on theme for today's guests. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like it fits. It um, does. It definitely does. <laughs> yeah. I've been catching up with Aisha and Liam from One Question Theatre's upcoming uh, production of Closer, uh, which I guess, I mean, no, I'm gonna, I am was about to get spoilery. I'm going to stop. <laughs> okay. Um, you can ask whatever question you spoilery. want and I can, I can rip forward of your... <laughs> no, let's just, let's just, let's just say that it's, it's fitting because the play Closer deals with, you know, um, entangled relationships. Yeah, and yeah. And that song was called 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. Yeah. Just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess I want to take a step away from the play mm-hmm. mm. um, and ask you guys some questions about yourselves. You <laughs> internal cringe. Okay. Um, but, I mean, you guys have been around for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I mean, you know, I know you guys. Um, p- listeners will have probably seen you guys um, on Hamilton stages. Condolences. <laughs> um, you're out there killing it. Uh, <laughs> but I guess... You know, um, I want to ask about your kind of creative histories. Where will people know you from? What, what, you know, what have you been doing theatrically in the last few years? Do you want to go first? 
Yeah. Um, so I started doing theatre with um, in Hamilton when I left high school, um, 2009. Oh, God, I'm showing my age. Um, See, I was going to say last year because yeah. that would have been a good one. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I So I started doing um, shows with Rivoli Theatre, um, mainly musicals. I did um, West Side Story, Wizard of Oz, just background characters. I went and saw um, both of those shows. Yeah, they were amazing, right? I yeah. actually really enjoyed West Side Story. I lo- West Side Story is one of my favourite musicals That's of all time. So, yes, it was awesome. Um, I've done um, a few things here and there um, with a few companies. Apocalypse Lounge. Um, I did um, an extremist um, at the um, Gardens Festival. Mm. Um, I was in Cozy, which is a play box um, theatre. I saw that as well. Play. That was good. Um, where I played Julie. So, yeah, a couple of things here and there. Um, I haven't done a lot of kind of main character stuff and until this in extremis I was um, main but um, a lot of just background characters um, but this has yeah been awesome being able to do some main character work very challenging but awesome um, yeah okay so all right you've you've been doing theater in Hamilton for over 10 years mate yeah I did like I did take a break for about four years um previous the last four years I haven't really been doing anything but um luckily Benny approached me for this and it's been yeah a blessing I mean that's the thing that happens to Hamilton though everyone's like I'm gonna take a break I'm done <laughs> you always find your way back though. yeah yeah <laughs> and I feel like this is a this is a strong way back you know just I hope gate. so. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, she she kills it. She's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> everyone everyone in this show. I I can't I can't speak for myself, obviously, but everyone else in this show is amazing. I mean, Benny Manama. Uh, nah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he is incredible. I, in incredible. This. Yeah, I, I believe you. Yeah. though, because you've got you got some kind of Hamilton legends up in there. Yeah, it feels like a like I was intimidated as an as an actor um, because it's like feels pretty heavyweight, you mm. know, like in terms of the people you're acting opposite. But it's it's um it's an amazing experience to get to work with people who are so giving and. Um, who commit so hard and like I would give these insane directions and they would just go for it you know what I mean it, it feels it's really cool so you know I want to ask for an, an example of an insane direction but I'm afraid of what's gonna happen uh, so maybe I won't I don't she's know. just like laughing knowingly <laughs> she's like it is <laughs> no I think I talked to Benny about um about one scene where I was like, um, it's about a balance between the sacred and the profane and um, and capitalism and sex and all these things. And, and he just somehow managed to internalize this big rant okay. and make it a thing his character does, which I was really impressed with. He's an amazing actor. Amazing, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Benny Manama is an amazing actor. Amazing. Yeah. People need to come see closer purely to, to watch Benny. He's, he's incredible. Oh, yeah, he is amazing, but you guys are all really, really just knockout. I'm knockout in the show. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Hannah kills it. Yeah, Hannah kills it. Um, one last question uh, for Aisha before we go into Liam's background. I'm putting you on the spot a bit, and it's okay if you can't answer the question. Oh. But you mentioned that you know you started you started in musicals mm. uh, at Rivoli, mm. and then obviously you're doing a play. Mm. You did some plays mm. elsewhere along the path. Mm. If you had to pick plays or musicals, oh, it's okay if you can't answer. Uh, it. 
honestly, I'm not the most amazing singer. Um, I, I can hold a tune. Um, I can sing, but um, ugh, I don't have really the force behind it. So I admit that. I think probably if I had to choose, it would be plays. Oh, um, okay. Respect. I, I love... Um, getting out of my own head and getting into a different character and mm. experiencing new emotions that I myself may not have felt before. Um, and I love being dramatic. Um, <laughs> that's, that's why um, I'm an actor, because I just love being dramatic. So There's only room for one of us in the studio, <laughs> so can you rein it in? Um, does your answer to that question change if I'm asking you at, from an audience perspective? So if you're going to watch Ooh, something, yeah. musicals or plays? Oh, no. It's okay if you. If oh, you, that's a hard one. I love watching one. musicals. I love watching plays. It depends. It depends what it is. Okay, fair. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll allow it. You're a coward. <laughs> Thank I'm, you. I'm not going to ask you them because I feel like I know what you're going to uh, say. Yeah, the answer is well known. I think I've proliferated that information. <laughs> yeah, it's, spoiler alert. It's plays. Yeah, it's um, plays, and it's not even close. So I guess. <laughs> I guess um, Liam. How long have you been doing theatre in Hamilton? In Hamilton? Since the first year of university. And mm. I've worked predominantly with um, Gay Pool of yep. Carving an Ice Theatre. And I've done some shows with Small Dynamite. And um, But yeah, my, my output for the last four, three, four years has basically been purely um, company. Mm. Because Jack and I, you know... Um, produce and stage and do all of the logistics and all of the emails um uh and neither of us are people for whom that comes naturally at all so it's sort of like playing a role in and of itself kind of coordinating all that stuff so yeah mostly over the last few years it's been um been one question Mm. um ironically my favorite part of theater is the emails. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pro- uh, producer at heart. It's so hard. You're again. It's Napoleonic to 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 be on that many emails at once. I mean, I just you know, there's just something about getting in from like a rehearsal and then like writing an email at one a.m. in the morning. That's, I've done so many of those. Yeah, so many one a.m. emails. Yeah, um, takes me back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nostalgic I, for the tremors yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it puts through your body. I don't know how we got here, but uh, there we are. Maybe I'll just play another song that might be better (laughs) beautiful um asia actually brought this one to the show and um i think it's potentially one of my favorite songs that anyone's ever brought to that um for kind of egotistical reasons (laughs) which will become uh very apparent when i play the song oh yeah Um, (laughs) it's gonna be so long (laughs) uh, i want to be your girlfriend by girl in red and uh reason behind picking this song um it just gives me a very closer feel. Um, okay. And also, sh- sh- just shouting out to my amazing co-star, Hannah Rose Cook, who is incredible, and I love watching her, so, yeah. Okay, and there I was thinking it was for me. <laughs> of course, Hannah, it's for you also. <laughs> it's multi-purpose. It's multi-purpose and vibes-based. No, no, no. I dedicate this one to Hannah Rose Cook, because she really is an incredible actor. Hell yeah.
Absolutely incredible pick, um, Asia. Uh, dedicated to Hannah Rose Cook, but obviously my name is also Hannah, so I'm going to take it. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're, you know, we're nearing the end of uh, today's episode and uh, before I launch into upcoming events, I do just want to uh, take a moment to thank you guys so much for um, coming and spending almost an hour with me today. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you Thanks so much. Thanks for having it's been us. A, it's been a blast, it's, yeah. It's, it's, been, it's a busy time for you guys, so I appreciate you taking the time um, and I'm not going to wish you luck. <laughs> you can wish us luck. Like, I have zero problems with running around a theatre saying Macbeth or saying good oh, luck to people. Just, uh, we're in a we're in a radio studio, but even then, I just looked around and I'm like, no one needs to do something. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll accidentally swallow a cigarette on my first ooh, performance or something. Don't do that. I try not to. People who buy tickets don't want that. They don't want to they see me w- choke to death they on a cigarette. See the play. I think at least two people in the audience at some stage will probably want to see me choke to death on a cigarette. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's a wonderful segue into upcoming events, Liam. <laughs> um, I'm just going to take the mic back. Um, uh, here's uh, some of what's coming up around uh, Kitty Kitty Law Hamilton in no particular order. Uh, Closer opens at the Meteor <laughs> Theatre on the 19th of July and runs until the 22nd. Uh, shows are at 7pm and tickets are available now at themeteor.co.nz. It's uh, $20 concession, $25 uh, general admission. And you can get the couple passes on opening night, which is uh, $40 for two tickets and two drinks. So get amongst it. <laughs> um, elsewhere, uh, as discussed in last week's episode, the FIFA Fan Festival is kicking off at Claudelands on the 20th of July and running until the 23rd. This, is, this event is free uh, with a range of cool gigs and activations taking the stage. Full details can be found at hamiltonhostcity.co.nz. And, um, geez, I keep harking back to our previous guests, but uh, the comedy club, who I caught up with a couple of episodes ago, um, is uh, they're at the helm on the 19th of July with an 8pm show. Tickets are available uh, now via Event Finder. And then over at Rivoli Theatre, a friend of the show, Dan Moiki, has uh, In Good Company, a Matariki concert running on the 22nd of July. There are two performances, a 2pm matinee and a 7pm evening show. Tickets are available now at uh, iTicket. Gosh, it's a big week in Hamilton for events, eh? <laughs> yeah, Amazing. Yeah. 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 I'll see how many I can make, too. I'm not going to um, publicly exclaim what I am what I'm not going to. <laughs> I, well, it's like if you say it on that's the ticket, it has to happen, right? It's yeah, like, exactly. Like, People will be expecting you there. Um, but I guess, you know, now I'm going to put that question to you. Um, is there anything else on the books that you guys can talk about coming up creatively after this play, or are you just focusing on getting through the next four days? Creatively on the books for the company, you mean? Or you guys as kind of local performers? Um, well, yeah, I guess the play that I'm working on, um, and I'm currently in the process of working on a screenplay with Tracy for The Longest Drink in Town, which mm. we just received uh, a seed funding grant for so nice. that's um, that's pedal to the metal on that at the moment and uh, carving a nice yes yeah yep yeah, yep yeah. I'm involved in the manic monologues along with half the actors in Hamilton yeah yeah including including your sister um, yeah big friend of the show Kilda Missy um, that is opening at the Meteor in September I believe more information can be found at the Meteor um, dot code on Z on that one yeah tickets are available now 
Yeah. Um, Aisha, anything else on the books or just getting through the next four days? <laughs> uh, nothing on the books yet. Um, Still time. <laughs> I am just trying to um, yeah, focus on, on Closer um, at the moment. I'm actually doing a bit of travelling um, coming up, so um, I haven't um, said yes to any of Liam's requests to keep me... Um, Acting with him, keep, keep on the <laughs> yeah. Um, He's just impressed because um, I learnt my lines about three months early. Really? Um, so she did. Yeah. yeah, it was nuts. Um, like first proper rehearsal, she knew all her lines. Okay, correct. Now yeah. everyone in Hamilton is going to want to cast you for that reason. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're good; you learn your lines. Cool. I, yes. Yeah. Very important as an actor. Yep. To know your lines. Mission yes. critical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you always been like that, or were you just? Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, um, whenever I do a, sh- a show, I have, I have these nightmares that I'm on stage and I don't know my lines mm. and it's an awful, awful nightmare. So, um, I'm pretty, pretty neurotic in learning my lines so that I don't have these nightmares. Um, and so far I have not. So that's amazing. But, um, yeah, I, I really like learning my lines quickly, um, because I, I feel like I can do more work when I'm on in the rehearsal space without my script. Um, Fair. So it's yeah, it just helps me um, build a character earlier. Um, to all the uh, local actors out there, learn from this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which yeah. again is rich coming from me, someone who is not an actor, but like I guess this is your producer saying, learn from this. <laughs> yeah, her um, work ethic is exemplary. I mean, you know, mahi pie to you as well, Liam, I guess. Thanks, I also know my lines. <laughs> that's that's good. Um, you would hope so since we open tomorrow. Yeah, yeah that'll yeah. do it. But um, I just don't brag about it on radio shows. <laughs> hey, hey, she got some leading questions. Um, to close the show, I'm, I'm going to play another song that you guys brought to the show. Uh, uh-huh. It's called Obstacle One by Interpol. Uh, reasoning behind the song, Liam? Really vibes-based. I think it just makes me think about the emotionality of the text yeah hey that's good enough for me um (laughs) (laughs) thanks again uh to the both of you for joining me today and um break a leg tomorrow night eh thank Thank you so much much. to you and the entire cast but um i've been hannah mooney this has been that's the ticker and uh you can bet i'll be back next week until then matewa etefano
more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.